This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Remember, if you didn't have a chance to see our primetime special that aired on AMI-audio and AMI-tv through the holidays, no problem. Check us out at amiplus.ca or the AMI app for those in Canada. You can get it, no problem, and uh, enjoy that special that, that we did, we shared, and we here on the program will be sharing some more experiences from the show and some of the people that were there will give us some of their kind words. I'll look for that in uh, days to, to come here on the program. When we get a spot, we'll, we'll slide some of that in. Ramya Muthan, she's at the Toronto studio hanging out there on main campus. Kelly McDonald here at the home studio, London, Ontario. Let's welcome in to cover off for Grant Hardy. Headlines today, Jeff Ryman. Jeffrey, Happy New Year. Welcome aboard. Here, guys. I hope Give you guys... Give me that ad uh... vibe right now with the Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it though. You like that? I'm a big. I used to watch Fresh Prince all the time, so hey. I I'll welcome that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, how's things going, pal? How was New Year's? It was good. You know, it was a lot different this year. Obviously, with the kid, we didn't go out um, like we normally do. Typically, we'd go to a house party, uh, and on a normal year, um, this year we stayed in, uh, put the kid to bed, and then just watched the ball drop with uh, Ryan Seacrest in New York. So nice, a, a pretty, a pretty chill New Year's Eve. And to be honest, I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I wonder what in a few years you'll want to do. You know, when that kind of will yeah. you want to go back out to? Will there be stuff, family things that you'll It'll yeah. take the little guy to, or, you know, wait till that point where, okay, babysitter uh, or family member, and away we go yeah. back to kind of doing what we used to. I, I don't know. I, I think I'd rather spend it as a family. Um, yes, I Growing up, that. my family always did something together. Then, obviously, once I got into high school and stuff, I sort of veered off and, and did Get my own life. thing. But, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of, right? He wants to spend time with their parents when you're, you know, 16 years old. But, um for me, there was a, a great um, event that always took place on New Year's Eve at the local rec center here. And they would have ice skating and then they would do their own sort of ball drop at nine o'clock. Right. And people would be skating around the ice and you'd count down and then confetti would be dropping everywhere. Balloons, you know, a whole shebang. And, and again, it's nine o'clock, so it's not really that late. The kids would go home and the parents would probably go back to a house and maybe have a a little bit of a party or whatever it may be. But I sort of envision myself doing that, you know, taking the little guy, um, maybe ice skating or or something along those lines. Uh, And then again, you know, once he's old enough, he'll probably um, veer off on like what what everybody else would do, you know, go to a house party or whatever. So that's what I envision myself doing in a Mm. couple of years. Also, Um, I uh, wonder when it's not going to be Ryan Seacrest anymore at the ball drop. I know. I, well, I know. He's you know pretty what? new to it, though, unless he finds something better to do since he took over from Dick Clark. Mm. You know, he's been really killing it that way for a while. But, yeah, there's got to be But it that feels touch. like a retirement job, you know? Yeah, oh, <laughs> for sure. Well, I'll tell you, they stay past retirement. They'll be off and, mm-hmm. hey, let's bring them out of mothballs oh, yeah. yeah. for New Year's. But who's the next um, retiree? So, oh, Jeff, do they do it. a midnight fireworks or anything like that at the same place? I know here in London, down at Victoria Park, they do a kid's fireworks happy new year as if we're bringing the new year in at 9 p.m uh on new year's that's Eve. quite and early then, not even 10 and, well well no but that's just for the kids i know Those, but the, still. the families and they take them home and then at midnight they do a full one 
But 9 p.m. is way 000? too early. At least make the kids feel like they're staying up late, you know, by doing it at 10. Nine's like regular right. bedtime. Oh, that's an interesting. Maybe, thought. maybe not. How many kids think that? Old. Or when yeah. you're five. I think three. I think my bedtime was like nine o'clock when I was like 10. Okay, that's 12. the problem. See, we didn't have a bedtime. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. We, I was, and I stayed up to midnight. Sure. We, my family wouldn't yes. go out to something like that. Yeah. There's just too many people, right? Mm -hmm. Like this thing had twenty thousand people at it. So, and, yeah. You know, but, but Toronto, you guys had a lot of problem though. Anyway, there were so many people. Apparently, Union Station was filled right up. Yeah, but to Awful. answer your question, Kelza, I don't know if there was a, a New Year's um, fireworks. Um, Afterward, I, there probably was somewhere, but it, it, you know, I know a lot of people just go to the parks and you know light off their own fireworks, which me as a freeloader, I love. I mean, fireworks are expensive, so <laughs> yeah. That's whenever right. I can indulge for free. Yeah. Um, but Kel's rum, this is actually a really good segue in terms of time management. Rum, clearly, you mm -hmm. didn't have a bedtime when you were younger, which I, I think I would have loved. Pure, and purely, we ate up five minutes of your time, so yeah. we're not managing your time. I know, yeah, well. we're not doing well. Tell <laughs> us this how is, do we improve. This is, yeah, exactly. This is how you can improve. Um, so the article I'll be reading today, you can find on CNN.com. It came out uh, on January 2nd. So this might be under like the resolution type um, article, if you will. But it's 10 useful time management tips according to productivity experts. So uh, I'm not sure if I'll get to all 10 because we've already killed five minutes of time. <laughs> Um, but I'll get to as many as I can. And it's actually really interesting. I find myself as somebody who's somewhat good with time management. I feel like it comes with our job. Like we just have to be on time, um, you know, for the most part. But there's also some things in this article that really had me shaking my head thinking, oh, yeah, you know what? That would be really good to incorporate into your daily lives. Um, so the number one tip here from the experts is... Um, Make yourself a giant list. Brain dump to help you organize your thoughts. Um, get everything that is weighing you down out of your brain and onto a master list. Divide this list in a way that makes it more manageable. So perhaps in the categories such as work, fitness, house, kids, stuff like that. You know, obviously there's a personal side to things. There could be a workplace side to things. However you want to categorize it, just have a huge brain dump. Think about as many things, or if there's many things on your brain already, just put that onto a list. Um, and then you can get started with just that. So you can sort of envision uh, how your week or how your month or how your year or whatever is is really going to pan out. So just have that huge brain dump, which is pretty simple. Um, I think a lot of people do do that, but it's sort of these next steps that um, in terms of the follow through people may lack. Um, the next tip here, and I think this is key, uh, know your strengths and know your priorities. And I, I think knowing your priorities is probably the really big one. Um, so a benefit of having that master list of responsibilities is that it allows you to say no to things that aren't important um, right. or to find ways to outsource tasks to others. Um, mm. Go through that master list you created and challenge yourself to remove items that don't have to be done. Um, obviously, often we really get busy, our lives and schedules, um, you know, just become crazy. So, um, you know, being able to understand what needs to be done versus what you might want to be done, you know, you, you should be able to differentiate that. Um, so make sure you know your strengths and more importantly, in my opinion, um, know your priorities. Um, 
Another thing on here is um, use a technique called time block. Um, and this is essentially, you know, sort of putting all of that, what we just talked about into practice in the paper where you just block off time hence time block um, to do these tasks. So if you want to go to the gym, block off that time. If you work until four o'clock and you want to go to the gym from say 4.30 to 5.30, make sure that you've blocked off that time. This is something that you can obviously plug into your phone. A lot of people use calendars. Mm -hmm. Some people yeah. are old school and use calendars with, you know, they hang on their wall. Um, whatever it may be, whatever it is for you, use whatever's comfortable but make sure that you're sort of blocking off that time that you need to do the things that you need to do. Um, you know, some people just say, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And the next thing you know, um, you know, it's almost impossible to fit all three of those things into an hour. Yeah. Um, you you got to so, be a little regimented or you end up giving up things, especially if you make exceptions because, hey, well, all yeah. of us are going down to have coffee at four. Well, I usually go to the gym. I'll come with you guys. Too many ways yeah. out. Right. So mm -hmm. if you're regimented enough, you don't you may not. You may be that person who will not make those exceptions. Say, well, guys, I'll stop by after the gym. Right. Yeah. And, and obviously, like I mentioned, I, I sort of blended a couple of those um, 10 items into um, that one last uh, rant I went on here. Um, but another one is, um, like I said, integrate those into your to do's on your calendar. Um, another really key tip here is plan tomorrow plus two. So what that means is plan for tomorrow. And then two days after that. So you're almost planning half of your week at a time. And right. so that's something that I've done. And I find I do this both in my personal life and my workplace life as much as I can. Uh, it really makes things easier. Um, it makes you able to stay on top of things, makes you um, be able to be a little bit less uh, uh, stressed out, if you will. So, um, yeah. Just spend 15 minutes a day. It, it doesn't really take a whole lot of time to plan tomorrow and then sort of get a, a, a jump start. You don't have to plan everything two days in advance or three days in advance, but at least have sort of a rough idea. Think, okay, so today's Wednesday. Tomorrow I'm going to do this. Friday I want to do this. And then Saturday I kind of want to do that. Uh, Are you, you more know, apt so to of, stick to it, Jeff, have you found? Yeah. Oh, I'm, it is I'm helpful. really – I'm really so. good with that, to be honest. I, I've always um, done that since, like, I'm, since I can remember. I it, was funny. never like that. So it was very chaotic because things would come up, you know, and, and there could be little things, right? Like somebody uh, needs some extra help. You have a friend calling you being like, hey, can you, do you have time for this or that? And, and you try to squeeze everything in. I, it is a, a vicious cycle or kind of like a mm -hmm. compounded situation where you end up signing up for way more things than you ought to um, because you didn't actually plan out or it's not even planning right Jeffy I think it's just the headspace of these Plotting, are the things that I would need to get done sometime yeah. this week yeah. and so you're just kind of looking be, ahead and that could be time just to kick around do nothing, yeah. watch yeah. TV, oh, absolutely. sit outside and enjoy yeah. the air right and it gives you this like bigger picture of you know what days look more like days that you can plan dinner uh, versus days that you're going to be out all day versus, yeah. you know, do you get some quality me time in this week? Hopefully you do. If you're like me, you know, you go an entire week without having that. Or a whole Christmas, right? A oh, my Christmas gosh. Yeah. Like yeah. I feel like all these sort of segue into each other. And this next thing I think is really important, might be the most important one, is be realistic about the time it takes to do something. Yep. 
If you're thinking that you can come home and cook a three-course meal in 15 minutes, chances are you're probably not really good at this time management thing. Um, so like, be super realistic and almost give yourself extra time. For me, I know if I go to the gym, I'm usually there, say, 45 minutes, but I might allocate an hour, maybe even an hour and a half out of my day just to make sure, you know, you have a little bit of leeway because sometimes if you're grocery shopping, for instance, and you catch up with a friend you haven't seen in a while, that could eat into, you know, 15, 20 minutes of your grocery shopping time or whatever. Mm. But try to be super realistic about how long it takes to do something. And I think a lot of people may not actually realize um, how much time it, 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 it does take to do something. And then also this last one here is use unclaimed time. So again, if you're allocating a little bit extra to something and you have, you know, unclaimed time, essentially, you can use that to either just chill. Maybe you want to catch up on that Netflix show. Maybe you want to go back and listen to Kelly and Remya podcasts, whatever you Shout may out. want to do. Uh, or if you have something that on your bucket list, um, you know, if you want to fix your door or your window or shovel your driveway or whatever, um, you can, you know, check something off and sort of get a head start on tomorrow or the tomorrow plus two type thing. So, yeah, I mean, this is this list, you know, really had me thinking like, wow, like there are some really good tips on here. Um, so hopefully maybe next time when I come on, we can not spend five minutes off the top of the show talking about. Um, well, now, now, now we're, yeah, we're show hosts. We have work to do. <laughs> I have to let Rumya go on those tangents. Rum, go out there and shovel that parking lot. Will right. Um, even <laughs> so if there's I no live snow. in an apartment. No, no, okay. I'm talking about the one right there at shops at Don Mills. Other people? Anyway. No, no. No, it's just a complex there. Mm -mm. You work there. Make it safe for yourself. Right. As you drive in in your driverless vehicle. <laughs> uh, anyway, a whole different subject. Jeffy, thank you, pal, for filling in for Grant today. Yeah, of course. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow on What in the World. And nice. I'll let you know I've gotten a head start on the articles, and some oh, I'm sure. are really funny, so stay tuned. <laughs> okay. He loves doing that segment. Loves coming on here, talking to you. A lot of great stuff. Jeff brought to us today on the headline segment. Grant Hardy usually is our host. He's away this week. Be back next week, and you can catch him for headlines on Mondays and Wednesdays right here on Kelly and Ramya. Up next, folks, there's an accessible art showcase taking place from January 20th to April 13th. Lots of Time to get in on this, folks. It's in Aurelia, Ontario. We're going to speak with the creator and artist, Robin Rennie, next. She's going to have a lot more for us about this special gallery. Return with more in a moment. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.